0: Welcome everyone to the Epic Comeback Podcast. I'm Nikki Bruno and today I'm here with Tatiana Sawyer and here on this podcast, as you know, we are all about helping people get through and beyond a life-shattering situation such as divorce, illness, or loss. Tatiana, thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: Sure, thanks for having me.
0: So Tatiana, I am actually going to give you the mic and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. So please uh, let us know your name and where you live and what keeps you
1: busy day to day. So I'm Tatiana Sawyer and I live in New York in the suburb of New York City. And I'm a CPA, but I specialize in a more holistic approach to people's finances and financial lives. What that means is I work with clients to help them not only deal with the compliance side of it, but also figure out their concerns, their, you know, what having their business or their taxes, what that means for them personally and how it affects their personal lives. That's fantastic. I mean,
0: I know that there are so many people who who choose to either allow a professional or perhaps their spouse or their partner or somebody other than themselves deal with the money. I think it's really common um, for to kind of outsource that part of our lives, maybe because we're not interested in it, or maybe because we want to make sure that it's taken care of really well, which is, which is totally legitimate. I love knowing that you have a holistic approach, right? Because it's it's the human who, it's the human who has the money. It's the human that, that's kind of um, there as part of the exchange and part of what, what money is going to actually do and mean in somebody's life. Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. So Tatiana, what do you find to be most rewarding about the work that you do with your clients?
1: I love, well, first of all, I do love what I do, but most importantly, I love the aha moments when the clients experience that. And typically it happens in, in different scenarios. It happens different, differently for different people, but I love seeing when business owners get over that cringe factor when it comes to their finances and their accounting and the taxes and, or um, a woman, for example, developing a money plan for herself, starting over, developing a financial plan for her children, how she's going to take care of them, where are they going to live, how are they going to eat, or possibly a business that she always wanted to start, something that would be just hers. Um, that's kind of, my favorite. It's when I see clients tell me um, they love knowing or feeling comfortable with their finances or their taxes, Or under, they won't necessarily understand all the details, but they don't need to. All they have to do is say, you know what, I'm not afraid of it anymore.
0: Oh, so as I was going to ask you, what do you mean by the cringe factor? Like what does the cringe factor mean? What are, I mean, it sounds like it's an aspect of fear, but what what in your
1: experience when you first start working with folks? What are they cringing about? So I just had like recently just a new client inquiry and um, this woman, I told her, okay, so you would need to just fill out a little questionnaire. I'm just going to ask you about your life. But then I also would like you to upload some tax returns so that I can take a look and see where you are, where are you going, kind of what's involved. And then she goes like... Oh, I was hoping we 're not going to get into that in their first call, <laughs> so that 's the that 's the cringe factor. They cringe just at the thought of of having to even dig up their tax returns or you know think about what they need to do to file their taxes or deal with it or whatever. Wow,
0: I can relate to that I really can there there 's something about there's something like denial that goes on. I think this, and, and I'm guilty of this sometimes where I think if I just keep, if I just keep the financial details in a place where I'm not looking at it, that I won't really, I won't really have to worry about it or something.
1: Most people who are not finance or accounting folks are like that. And it's totally normal. I mean, everybody has his or her role in life. You know, someone is a marketing person. For me, marketing is a different universe. So um, it's totally normal to experience that. It's just the, how you approach it kind of. And I feel that if you face it instead of fake it till you make it, um, it can change your whole life by just kind of saying, you know what? Yes, it makes me uncomfortable, but it's one of the most important parts of my life and I'm just gonna learn to deal with it.
0: Yeah. And I imagine extremely empowering. I, I, I bet just you've been able to be, to witness uh, a process of empowerment, just in being that person who's who's helping folks be accountable to their own financial realities.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yes. So, Tatiana, I understand that you work with women who are going through who are going through divorce, and uh, as do I, I work with women who go through, especially high conflict divorce, and who go through a, an emotional process, a financial process, a social process of, of crisis, and really of a life-shattering experience of having the, the puzzle pieces of, of your life be, be scattered. So what, in your opinion, is the, is the hardest part, let's say for your clients, of going through a high-conflict divorce from the standpoint of, of what you help your clients deal with?
1: So the, I f- I feel that the worst part of going through a high conflict divorce is certainly the emotional part. But you know you can deal with the stubbornness of a partner or vindictiveness or you know violence sometimes. But when it comes to the financial part, it's often extremely difficult. Especially if this if you as a spouse haven't been involved in finances, it can be devastating to, to have to start all over to think about it to have to figure it out for yourself and for children if you have any um it's just oftentimes an even kind of more difficult part of the divorce um yes everything emotional is kind of there it's expected but the financial part is often comes as a surprise Mm -hmm.
0: yes and i also find with my clients that that I think that women more so than men, generalization, I realize, might be more likely to kind of table the financial aspects and be more concerned about the emotional aspects of the divorce, making sure that they're able to get through it, and tending to their children. That's, I, I think that's a really big, that, that's on primary on the minds of a lot of moms, especially, and women who are going through the, through the divorce are kind of like, okay, I want to get to the other side of this emotionally, and might not necessarily be spending the same kind of time planning uh, planning thinking about the financial ramifications
1: absolutely and financial ramifications are oftentimes um, extremely important um, especially now with the new tax law in place when alimony is not deductible to the person paying it um, it becomes a really a pain point for both spouses because the spouse who will be paying the alimony can is not getting a deduction. So it's actually depleting the financial assets quicker. Um, so they may be less, you know, more reluctant to, to paying it or paying more or whatever.
0: Absolutely. That's a really good point. And, and laws like that can make a huge difference in the way that a divorce case or the divorce process goes for people. The minute the, the, minute the law changes, the minute the law goes into effect. It yep. really, yeah. Yeah. And it's important to, to be aware of all of those different legal, uh, legal aspects.
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. definitely. Tatiana, who are some other folks perhaps with, within your own industry who you find to be total superstars, you know, who might be really good guests on this podcast, anyone, anyone that you might recommend who is inspiring to you within your own field?
1: Well, um, in terms of accountants, it's hard to say we all deal with uh, divorcing couples, you know, off and on when it happens. Typically, I've known CPAs who uh, would handle both spouses' affairs and remain totally neutral. So it is possible. But oftentimes, especially if there is a spouse who, one of the spouses who's not very honest uh, may try to push the accountant to do certain things that are unethical. And most of us as ethical people and ethical professionals, we would walk away from one spouse and keep the other. So that's the typical scenario. In terms of my field, um, I have, was a part of the, um, in the National Association of Divorce Professionals. So I've worked with like um, collaborative attorneys. They're really great. So I have some suggestions for you. There's an attorney uh, named Kathy Seiden She's a collaborative attorney mediation and and stuff like that. I feel like that's very important when you can find a professional who can remain professional and not get involved in the emotional um, things um, between the two spouses and help them get through it in the best possible way for everyone. And also financial professional can be super important. So um, I worked with Jennifer Kelly at the Bank of New York Mellon. Both of these professionals are in New York um, City area and they deal with uh, divorcing couples also on a very professional level, helping them make the best decisions in terms of selling a house or um, mm-hmm. investing a settlement or making sure that your goals, if you're getting a settlement, are um, reached. Um, and you can, for example, if you have an emotional attachment to the property, um, you can keep that property, but then you know that you're losing X amount of money over the next 30 years or whatever.
0: Right. Right. And thank you so much for those recommendations, Tatiana. I think uh, what you're getting at is that it really often takes a team in order to help a person, to shepherd a person through a couple um, or a divorcing couple or or to help them individually to navigate the divorce process. I mean, really the ideal team, especially when when they own property, when the, when the divorcing couple own property, includes someone from the legal profession someone from the financial profession someone from real estate a loan officer uh, a coach or a therapist and so working in a working in a, in a team like that and as a divorce professional being able to have folks to refer your clients to to take care of you know the, the lanes that you yourself are not covering super super important so I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you work in cooperation with with other professionals That's yeah awesome. So really, Tatiana, the essence of this podcast is providing some advice and inspiration to people, particularly most of our audience is women, giving them some advice and some inspiration when they're going through the depth of the divorce process. So, what is one piece of advice, maybe two, that you would give to women who are considering going through divorce or who are going through the divorce process right now, and they're really not sure how they're going to get to the other side, or even if they're going to get to the other side, because it really is such a painful process. What is one piece of advice that you would give to our listeners?
1: I think one of the probably most important thing that things that you can do is you know if you're getting going through a divorce or you're thinking about going through a divorce is getting a new accountant possibly unless you have a very solid relationship and you are certain that kind of it's going to be an amicable divorce um, and the accountant will remain neutral then getting a new accountant and examining the last three years of tax returns to identify potential assets that could be potentially hidden or or just underreported or undervalued and making sure that you're not, you know, finding yourself in a situation where you were not involved in the finances and now all of a sudden um, the the government is knocking on your door because of something that your spouse has done before. Um, so that's probably one of the most important steps that you can do. And a seasoned CPA or an EA, a seasoned accountant can really make a difference and guide you through if you're not getting a settlement, making sure that you are in a good place from a tax perspective, you're not liable for anything that someone else has done. If you are in trouble, then there is relief that's available for an innocent spouse, that kind of thing. If you are getting a settlement, then uh, it would be making sure that, let's say you to always wanted to start a business. A great CPA can guide you through that process. So that's why establishing a relationship with someone who aligns with your values and also helps you get to your goals is probably number one thing that you should do.
0: That is incredible advice. Absolutely incredible advice. And what I'm hearing from you is if you haven't, those of you who are listening, if you're considering divorce or you're going through it, if you haven't been involved with your finances, if it's sort of been like, oh, here's this kind of sticky thi- stinky thing that I don't really want to touch, get involved now take an interest enough, at least take enough of an interest to find a professional who can help you put the pieces together and take that however long it takes, whether it's an hour or two hours to dig up everything that has a number on it and provide it to your financial professional. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. So one more, one more question for fun, since this podcast is about being epic. Tatiana, if you could have Any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be?
1: If I could fly without having to get on an airplane, that would be amazing.
0: (laughs) Especially now, right? We're in the middle of COVID quarantine and you sort of get on an airplane at your own
1: risk, right? (laughs) Just don't enjoy flying much, but um, you know, it's the jokes aside, it would be nice if I could have one superpower, I would take the magic wand and wave it and have financial curriculum at least some basics in every high school, in every middle school so that people getting out of high school are know at least something. Um, there are th- you know things being done across the country a little bit here and there, but there's no kind of one system that gives young people an understanding, especially young women, an understanding of the financial part. And those who become accountants, great, or financial professionals, but everybody else, to them it's like the stinky thing that you don't want to touch so if i could have a superpower i would totally do that i absolutely love that and you're right there really is there i mean i would say
0: i would say that that there the school systems that provide that kind of financial education to kids are few and far between and it's super, super important. It only gets more important. It never, it, it doesn't get any less important. So I'm completely, completely with you. So we could have maybe we could have a combination like, like superpower superhero flying financial educators.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty
0: rad. Tatiana, thank you so much for being my guest. I would love for you to tell us how. First of all, how can we find you online and follow you and learn from you? And second of all, um whom do you serve as in which uh, in which geographic areas
1: well actually um, I have three businesses so my CPA business um, the state doesn't really matter as much Um, I work hundred percent ninety percent remotely even before the COVID crisis so now it's hundred percent but I am an author of a book my books getting published next year um, and I'm doing educational trainings for, for folks, for someone who's starting out a business and wants to have an understanding of where do I start? Do I need an entity? Do I need an attorney? Um, so I have a YouTube channel, Tatiana Sawyer, um, YouTube channel, you can Google that. And um, if they want to follow me as an author, they can go to talktotatiana.com and just sign up for my updates. So I share a lot of free um, tips that are super helpful and I'm you know i don't mind sharing i want everybody to be in a better financial place because the stronger you are the stronger the economy is the stronger every single person is so i believe in that wonderful i love that and so those of
0: you who are listening the way to spell tatiana's last name tatiana is t-a-t-i-a-n-a and sawyer is spelled t-s-o-i-r t-s-o-i-r so Talk to Tatiana.com. That one's pretty easy. And are you allowed to tell
1: us the title of your book or is that under wraps um, right now? Actually, the working title is Dream Bold, Start Smart. Okay. <laughs> so it's a basically a um, how-to book for someone who's dreaming about having something of their own, especially one of my bigger audiences, moms, who've, you know, whose kids are a little older, but they've always wanted to have something that's theirs and they don't know where to start, but can't afford to lose money on it.
0: Beautiful. Dream bold, start smart. I love that. I saw that at the beginning and I was wondering what what the significance of that was. Tatiana, thank you again. This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast with Tatiana Sawyer. And if you are curious about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after going through a life shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.